Hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of To a Woman's Heart, where we uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower women. Well, ladies, you know, when I'm watching TV, having a conversation, reading something on social media, or hear something, I'm going to bring this topic forth. So tonight, I was over a friend of mine's house, um... After we picked up some food and we were sitting there, me and her was just chit-chatting and having a conversation. She so happened to have this movie on TV and it was a, a spiritual movie. And so in this movie, um, the little girl, she was like 10 or 11. And every day she would put on all white put a veil on her head and she had created a cute little bouquet and she would go in the backyard and she would pretend like she was getting married and so her parents had been married a long time so one day her father asked the mom why did that little girl go out every day and pretend that she's married and so the mom reply was she see how great our relationship is and that's what she wanted so that's all she dreamed about as a little girl was walking down the aisle and being married. So there was a young boy in the neighborhood and he happened to throw his ball over the fence one day. And he came in the yard and said, where's my ball? And she said, your ball is here. She said, well, why don't you act like you're my husband? So anyway, they create a relationship. They end up going to school together. They end up going to high school together. But as they was getting ready to go to college, she ended up pregnant, right? And so she told him that she was pregnant and he told her to get rid of the baby. And so she was like, no, I don't want to get rid of the baby. How are you going to make a decision for both of us? And so he said to her, you heard what I said and throw the money in her lap and told her to get an abortion. Well, the next thing was you show her coming out the clinic. Her friend is in the car waiting on her and they hug. Then the next thing you saw in this scenario was she was pregnant and she was walking down the aisle, but it wasn't with the guy uh, whom she had pretended he was her husband as they was growing up. It was somebody else. And so the mother told the father, well, I don't think she's happy. And he said, I don't care if she's happy or not. No child of mine is going to have a baby out of wedlock and she's going to get married whether she like it or not. And so the girl asked the boys, the, the, the fiance's mom who came in the room and asked her, you know, how did you know that your husband was the one? And she said, well, if you don't feel like this is workable, then walk away. She said, no, I just think it's hormones. You know, I'm going through some things. I just think it's hormones. So the mom said, are you sure? She said, yeah. So she went on and she got married to this gentleman. So they get to, after the wedding, you know, they go to the hotel for the honeymoon portion. And she looked like she's about six or seven months pregnant. And so she goes and take off her dress and she put on a nightgown and there's two hearts on the bed. But I noticed on the spread, it was not one heart. It was two hearts separated with a big old gap in between. So I thought that was really odd. And so... As it went on, he began to kiss her and everything. 
And she was like, wait, wait, no, I don't feel it. He was like, what? Then he slaps her really hard, pregnant and all, knocks her to the floor and say, I'm not dealing with this and walks out. Now, fast forward, she has the baby. The little boy is about six or seven. And she's in the real estate business and she's doing all that she can. But what's going on at home is affecting her work environment. And so her husband, who was the same one who hit her when she was pregnant, she was still with him and everything. Um, She had to fix his meal a certain way. She had to dress the table a certain way. He had to have a glass of wine with his meal. And if she did some out of pocket, it became the norm for him to physically abuse her. So much so, as I was watching this movie, you can see her slowly dwindling, her losing her voice, her going into a shell. And so uh, she would apologize, you know, I'm sorry, baby. What can I do to make it better? What can I do? What can I do? But he was always demeaning towards her. He was always speaking down towards her, not talking to her, but talking at her. And for me to listen to that, that is so disrespectful. And so she would go on and she would try and then she would think, you know, that having sex with him and being sexy with him would do it and all this stuff. But he kept being abusive. And her job told her if she didn't get her act together, um, they was going to terminate her. So she decided that she was going to have a dinner. She was going to take her husband to dinner and she was going to treat him. And I guess it was from conversation it was to soften the blow and so they sit down and she was like he was like okay what's the special occasion she was like no I just wanted to have tea he said no something's going on you know you can talk to me right and she was like yeah she said so how was your day so he said oh I had a great day my day was the best I had an awesome day and she was like good 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 she was like well you know um the real estate business, I haven't been doing really good. I got to put on probation. And then she told me if I don't get my numbers up, that I was going to lose my job. He said, that's all right, baby. That's okay. I got you. I got you. He said, come on, give me a hug. And when she stood up, he grabbed her. And he grabbed her in a way that he almost broke her back. And so she sit down and she's look. she said, no, no, I can fix it. I can fix it. Just this. I'm going to fix it. Don't worry. I'm going to fix it. He said, well, my day was good. I had an awesome day. He said, well, let's do a toast. So he asked the, the waitress to come over to, to bring a bottle of wine and three glasses. So the waitress came over. She brought three glasses and a glass, another glass that nobody would drink out of. You know, it, it had a meaning like a homie or I don't care if you drink it or not and it was two nice wine glasses and so he asked the waitress to stand there and take a toast and she was like I can't do it on the clock he said come on you can do it you're too cute to not do it you can you with your cute self you can go ahead and take this this toast with us so she takes the glass and he swaps the glass give her the nice glass and give the wife 
the other glass and told her, I told you it's for somebody who's who looks good. Like he's very disrespectful in the words that he's saying. So um, she apologizing again and she's looking over everything. And so one night he comes home from dinner and she rushes and he look at the food. He was like, you just don't listen. You just don't. I don't know why I married. You just don't listen. He said, then you forget something. So she run and she get the glass of wine. And so then he hits her. He said, because I told you to have a table set. In the meantime, her son opens the door. And he's looking and he's seeing this man abuse his mother. So let's fast forward a little bit further. So we know that the abuse is going on, right? And so this one particular night that he comes home, um, he had confessed to her and she knew that he was sleeping with other women. And he told her, you too fat, you too ugly, don't nobody want you anyway. Just real nasty to her. And she swallowed it all and put on her clothes, put on her makeup, did her hair, and walked around like nothing was wrong. But on the inside, she was crumbling. And so this particular night, her she was reading a, a bedtime story to her son. And he said, Mom, you forgot one thing. We forgot to pray together. She said, you know, I got to get your dad's dinner ready. And so they did the prayer. She went in the kitchen and he came in and she said, I got your dinner ready. And he said, good. Then he said, well, I hope it's not chicken because I'm sick of making eating chicken. I'm going to turn into a bird and I'm going to start clucking after a while. And so she says, well, what's wrong with chicken? I work just like you do. And this is the quickest thing I can throw out to get your dinner ready. He looked at her like, are you getting smart with me? So he proceeded to hit her again. But this time, he grabbed her by the neck, slung her against the refrigerator, and pulled her up off off the floor from her feet touching the floor by her neck. So the son hears this. The mom is on the floor and he calls the grandparents. His mom and his daddy say, he's beating up my mom again. Get over here quick. And so he comes out. He said, come on, mama, get up, get up, get up. And so as he's helping his mother up, she said, baby, we're not going to take this anymore. Get your things. We're going to go. So now this man walked around with a gun in the back of his pants all the time. So I'm taking it. He was a police officer. They didn't say he was, but from the way he was dressed, you know, uh, I'm assuming that he was a police officer. So as they get ready to go and the little boy is in the middle And they get ready to walk to the door. The grandparents are walking up outside. And he was like, you're not leaving this house. You're not taking my son. Pull the gun up and he shoot. But he don't kill the wife. He kills the son. And so the mom and the dad run in. They don't say what happened to the husband. But he kills the son. Three year passes and she's struggling with dealing with it. And so um, she meets this guy and he, you know, finagle his way in, whining and dining her and everything. And she decided to stay celibate until she get married. But because he was pressuring her, 
she asked her girlfriend what should she do and the girlfriend said you have to make that decision for yourself so she decided to sleep with him then he takes her on a picnic and find out that he has somebody and she's pregnant meanwhile the little boy that she grew up with named Sean, who she was really in love with, ended up coming back in town. He wanted to do some investment property. And he asked, could he talk to her? And at first she said no. She was like, okay, we can go ahead and talk. So they was talking. He apologized for giving her the money and forcing her to have the abortion. Here's the flip to it. She never had the abortion. The little boy that the man killed was actually his son. And she ended up having almost a breakdown. She ended up drinking and taking pills and driving a car and having an accident. And I said all this to say that if he hits you one time, he'll hit you twice. He'll hit you three times. He'll hit you four times. We as women have to be strong enough to learn how to walk away. Is it easy? No. It's not easy. But we have to learn how to walk away, especially when children are involved. Because when you think they don't see and they don't know, they see and they know. And a child's life was lost. She ended up blaming everybody else except for the woman in the mirror. Because you're staying but you're not consider the healthiness and the wholeness of who you are. Later on, she realized how broken she was. Later on, she understood that it was more to marriage than just saying, I do. But we always say marry, but nobody never understand what goes along with being married. You don't get that information. And so eventually she found herself again. But at what cost do we have to pay for we understand that our life, our value, our worth is more important. No man is worth you settling. No man is worth you giving up who you are to the hands and suffer by the hands of abuse. Think about it, ladies. That's a lot. And again, if he hits you one, you give the first time, you give him the okay. You give him the okay to say it's okay. I accept what you're doing. Want more for yourself. Be stronger than what you are and walk away. Find the opportunity to get away for your children and for yourself. And again, is it easy? No, it's not. But living is so much better than suffering by the hands of a coward because that's what they are. They are a coward. Ladies, I hope this story resonates with you, whoever it may be. I hope you share this podcast. It may help somebody else. Let's want better for ourselves. Let's not settle for less. And nobody is deserving of being demeaned, being disrespected, being made feel less than. And nobody is worth your voice being silenced. I pray for you. I pray that God gives you the strength that you need to walk away for yourself, for your life, just to live. You can start over again. It's not that serious. And then take some time to heal yourself. All right, I know this was a little long, but it was weighing heavy on me, so I decided to go ahead and do it. 
Make sure you follow us on all our social media outlets. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Look at the website, toawomansheart.com. If you have a business, ladies, social media outlet is toawomansheart.org. Sign up today. All right, we'll talk soon.